Acing job interviews with the power of personal positioning. The coronavirus economic crisis caused millions of jobs lost, and this is just the beginning. More businesses will go bankrupt. More places will need to lay off employees. And in such a tough market, more people will be fighting for less and less available jobs. And the competition is international in this time of remote work. So almost all of the 8 billion humans on this planet could be your competitor. But there is a solution and you will know how to begin applying this solution today. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful people. It's me again, Abdulaziz, the introverted rebel, master of science in entrepreneurship and new business venturing, and the author of the upcoming book, The Story Bonding Success Principles. It's 1 a.m. exactly on a warm summer night, and I'm here just nearby the Mediterranean Sea, enjoying good weather, fresh watermelons, and the world gone totally crazy. And today, I want to talk to you about a serious problem. The coronavirus economic crisis caused millions of jobs lost. And this is just the beginning. More businesses will just get wiped out. More places will lay off more workers. And in this very tough job market, more people will be fighting for less and less available positions. Then, if today you're in a position where you need to get a job. You can't just compete on the same field as everyone and expect to get a job, to get the job you want and all that good stuff that comes with it. The self-respect of being employed because being unemployed sure feels so bad and demotivating. The money to pay your bills and to care for your family and simply to stop feeling that negative feeling of not knowing whether you'll find a job or not. It's good to be employed and to be valued. So to get those benefits and all that good stuff and to compete in the same standards as all those people who are competing with you is the wrong way to do it. It leaves you vulnerable to those who know the power of personal positioning. Those people will sweep right in Take all the available jobs right from under your nose, leaving you a statistic stuck to the unemployment lines in today's tough job market and tougher crisis. But thanks to this episode, that won't be you, not you, not anymore. Instead, if you understand and use this single, simple, powerful tool of powerful personal positioning, you are basically creating a market of one. You will stand out like a bright shining star in every pile of resumes and in every job interview you'll ever come across, increasing immensely your chances to get the job you want. Does this sound interesting to you? Then subscribe right now, click the subscribe button and listen to this episode to absorb this useful knowledge from the comfort of your own home 
or on your phone or laptop or outside running to get healthier in the gym or wherever you are. And to remind you of the purpose of this whole whole podcast series, the, all the up episodes are about one thing that I will make specific to those looking for a job. Today, most people, most employees are doing work that is replaceable. There is no real uniqueness. What's worse is the upcoming domination of artificial intelligence will drive them all out of a job. What they think today is a secure job will be easily cloned tomorrow by AI algorithms. AI will do it better, faster, and cheaper. This podcast is about a type of a way of being, a type of communication, of business and personal marketing that artificial intelligence cannot beat. It's about developing a true competitive advantage that nobody can copy, which I call story bonding marketing. With story bonding marketing, you'll be able to connect to the souls of those you are working with, to create deeper bonds with them, to become family. It's uh, based on the human touch that will make you a welcome guest at the homes of all those you interact with at your job or your workplace, and it will give you uniqueness that make you stand out and be in a market job of one where you are the one that is so absolutely rare and unique, the competition just dissolves. So then you can have peace of mind. You will know that your uh, job, your livelihood is safe, that you will grow and get promoted in your work no matter what happens. Then that when most other people get wiped out by the upcoming AI explosion, you'll not only survive, but thrive. Because human bonds, human communication, humanity is and will always be the most powerful form of competitive advantage. And let's get back to the topic of this episode. Remember, today's job problem is a tough one. Gone are the days where someone with a simple university diploma can be assured a good job. Gone are the days where by sending a few resumes, you can get a good position that compensates you well. And this is not new. The 2008 housing meltdown and its effects on the economy have already severely affected the ease of finding a good job. Now, the second blow that came with the 2020 lockdowns and how much the economy has suffered and contracted because of those drastic measures and the ramifications that will keep getting worse and worse, it's necessary for you now to have an almost unfair advantage that puts you at the top of every resume pile where your CV will stand out and where you'll shine at every job interview with just a few tweaks and changes that you will learn today. That's what this episode is all about. So when to use powerful personal positioning. Actually, powerful personal positioning begins even before you write a word in your resume or make your application to the position that is open. This is finding the actual message you will focus on and convey in your resume, cover letter, job interview, emails, and all your communications with your prospective employers from now on until almost forever. All your efforts will be concerted, focused, 
and all working in harmony for one purpose to convey your powerful personal positioning. This is the foundational element, the strategy, the map of meaning you need in order to put your resume and in order to answer the job interview questions in the best way possible so that you will be seen as the only and the right logical choice for them and you will get that job in this tough market. Then, what's this powerful personal positioning thing all about? It's a concept that is an evolution from another concept that comes from marketing and it's adapted to you as a person. In marketing, there is the concept of the unique selling proposition where a product, company, or an offer has something unique and beneficial to prospects that makes them choose it over anything else. Often, it was one thing. For example, for uh, the Benjamin Hotel in New York, it offers a focus on giving its visitors the best sleeping experience ever. For Domino's Pizza, it focuses on speed of delivery over all else. Those are examples of USP. However, in those less sophisticated markets and those USPs were done in less sophisticated times, the USP that is focused on one thing was enough to send out. But now, with the ruthless competition that is globalized all over the world, you need to stand out in ways that are much more powerful and unique. And this is the premise of the powerful personal positioning. In this world where competition is global, where because of remote work, people can do the job from home using only a laptop and an internet connection, almost all of the 8 billion people in the world can potentially be your competitors for the jobs available. So. Trying to stand out based on just one factor is not enough. Trying to be the best, seen as the best in one thing, isn't as effective as it used to be. Before, you were competing with a few hundred or a few thousand people in the worst cases ever. So trying to stand out with one factor worked fine. But now, with so many people competing for more limited resources, a lot more talented and brilliant people are working hard to be better than you at whatever you may choose to become world-class in. And that's actually an improvement because most people don't even try to become good at one thing above all else. They just try to show how well they fit the standards set by the company they want to work for, which is a losing game. Understand this. If you play a game where the criteria for success are defined and decided by someone else, you're setting yourself up to lose. Because you're not average, you're not standard, you're not a copy of anybody else. However, if you choose your own criteria for success, you can choose the things that, are, that you are above average at, creating a game where you fit perfectly into the top spot, where you will stand out easily, putting all factors in your favor. Imagine a game where you made it perfectly fit for you so that you will be the person who is best suited to succeed. How well will you do at that? You'll be amazing. And I'll give you a few examples to explain. Let's say 
There are three types of jobs that we will take as examples, and let's see how powerful personal positioning can fit right in them. First, a secretarial job. Most people create their resumes to show how much they fit the standards set by the stereotype of a secretary, how fast they can type, how well they can use Word and Excel, showing they have people skills, things like that. However, put yourself in the shoes of the HR department and do it for every single one of these examples I will give. Such resumes, very typical, they will rapidly begin to blur together and seem like copycats of some robots repeating again and again and again the same thing ad nauseum. However, let's say a clever girl who wants this secretary job listened to this episode and chose the following powerful personal positioning. She chose to present in every fiber of her communication from resume to interview these three characteristics to help her stand out. First, she dresses well, tastefully, elegantly, in a way where she gets noticed for her elegance. That's element number one. Secondly, she loved to sing and took online classes with vocal coaches to give herself a smooth, enchanting voice that people love to listen to. So when she came to the interview and she spoke with the people and whenever she speaks with people, they just feel good. They just enjoy her presence. And that's element two. Third, she has learned a lot about the productivity methodology of getting things done. She knows the ins and outs of it. And because of this, she is organized. She can help her boss be more productive, raising his performance through her own work. And that's element three. Each one of these elements on its own won't stand out as much. So a typical secretary who types fast, uses office well, and dresses elegantly is okay. Nothing really to write home about marginally better than average at best. But imagine our smart secretary from above, she dresses well. This reflects positively on the image of the company and of her boss when visitors arrive. She has a smooth, enchanting voice, so both visitors and her colleagues love to talk to her, improving the morale of everyone she meets. And she's a productivity expert who will produce work on time and can take over responsibility for the productivity of her boss, getting more value out of his time, which benefits him in terms of getting results that can get him promoted more and more and also gets more value to the company. So this elegant productivity expert who has an enchanting voice is a real catch. Doesn't that stand out? Isn't that both valuable and memorable right there? I bet it is. Another example is an engineer. So the typical engineer understands the laws of physics and thermodynamics, has created things before, brought some projects to fruition, dresses often in a typical way, nothing much to describe. But imagine our smart friend, 
an engineer who listened to this episode and took the lessons of powerful personal positioning to heart and therefore focused on these three elements for his powerful personal positioning. First, this engineer understands design. It's something that fascinates him. And because he knows the rules of design, he can create products in a way that makes the lives of designers in his company easier, where both function and aesthetics will work in harmony. Without those typical conflicts that engineers normally have with designers in any organization, and that's a great win. It's element number one. Second, this engineer learned about communication. He can explain what he needs to explain to management and to people who aren't engineers in a simple way, without jargon and with some flair. So he can communicate in meetings and in presentations in a clear way that leaves everyone completely in agreement, fully understanding why everything is happening the way it's happening. And that's element number two. Third, this engineer volunteers in a charity that brings water to villages in Africa. He uses his expertise to improve the pumps used to extract the water that will go into their homes so that families there will have running water and so that those pumps will be cheaper to build and easier to maintain locally so that those villagers who finally now can have drinking water running in their homes can also repair any problems using local talent without any complicated parts that will require weeks or months of waiting to be replaced. No, they could do it in a matter of a day or two. They can repair them cheaply, easily, without toil. And that's element number three. So imagine now what a typical engineer would be in a pile of resumes where everyone sounds the same. And imagine our engineer, this engineer who loves design, this altruist who helps those in need and who can comfortably communicate to management and to other departments. How valuable would that person be? This engineer, designer, altruist, clear communicator. By focusing on this powerful personal positioning, he will stand out from everyone else in a way where he chose the criteria for success and where he succeeded because of this. The third and final example in our uh, three example series is a plastic surgeon. Most plastic surgeons will focus on how many years they've worked, how many surgeries they've done, maybe even show satisf satisfied the testimonials and possibly write a book or some white papers on their work. But imagine this standout plastic surgeon who listened to this podcast and chose these three elements. First, he always surrounds himself with white, the color white. His office is fully plush white, and he wears the color white in his clothes, whether suits or something more casual, giving off the aura and vibe of being an angel, making his patients feel even more at ease and secure than with anyone else with his angelic appearance. That's element number one. Second, He's an amateur sculptor in love with the beauty of the human body and sculpting a work of art in human form. 
So, in the minds of his clients, his love for sculpting makes him even more in tune with the proportions of beauty in the human body. So they expect even more spectacular results. And that's element number two. Third, he's a socialite, always partying and networking with celebrities and the elite, which means he becomes familiar and known to celebrities. They will choose him before choosing someone else they don't know about. So his patients seeing his photos in magazines where he's at parties surrounded, surrounded by celebrities makes the patient think his work is of higher quality. If celebrities chose him, then he must be great. So compared to some average surgeon just focused on his work, our smart plastic surgeon chose to stand out. He's an angel, sculptor, socialite, dressed all in white, creating a sculpture, showing it to someone famous. Just what makes him unique is his powerful personal positioning. And right now, I can almost hear some people saying, good for them, but I don't have much to offer or to choose from. The thing is, this is untrue, sadly, and it's uh, so unfortunate. The worst tragedy is that each of us sees our real standout gifts as normal because we're too used to them. They come to us way too readily and easily for us to notice and value them. What's even worse than that, we don't even use them to stand out. We just try to change ourselves or to fit the stereotype of whatever job we want to get. We act in the way we think other people expect us to act rather than using our innate role talents to be something unique in this world that will be fascinating to other people. That's like a fish trying to climb a tree. It will think it's a loser, it's inadequate. But if that fish was put in water, oh, it will be such a genius. And you too. Every human in this world has at least three things they are above average in. Out of an infinite possibility of things, you may think and imagine only a few ways and a few traits and a few characteristics that you expect someone to be able to stand out. But believe me, it's infinite. It's so many things that you might not have considered. And these things are hard to figure out on your own because you're too close to yourself. Your gifts seem too normal to you. That's why you need someone to figure them out. Someone who has a process to see them, to unearth them, to uncover your powerful personal positioning and put it in a framework that you can use today so that you can write your resume cover letter and conduct your next job interviews in ways that are beyond whatever you might have expected possible for you so that you really stand out so much that the logical thing will be for you to get the job you want for them to hire you on the spot to get that job you want and if you'd like help with that email me at mentor at storybonding.com M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com today. And let's speak about mistakes that are possible. A mistake that people can make when creating their powerful personal positioning is that they choose elements that don't matter at all. 
things that have no value to their prospective employers or to the other person they're dealing with. For example, if our secretary from the earlier example chose this as an element, that she's a butcher in her spare time. I know it's a bit far-fetched, but humor me. So that won't matter at all to her work as a secretary. It would not be a good element to include in her powerful personal positioning. So the secretary who's also a butcher, it might even be negative. However, for a chef or a cook or even an au pair who has experience being a butcher that conveys they understand the cuts of meat, the quality of meat way beyond what someone who doesn't have such experience in the trade can have. And therefore, it can be included. So a cook who had years of uh, butcher experience or a chef, that stands out. Then, understand the elements need to be of value to the situation, person or organization you want to show your value to. Another mistake that some people do, and this is a term that comes from PR and communication and politics, is if you don't spin, not spinning the interview questions. And what does this mean? Most people think that just because they've been asked a question, they have to respond and state the facts related to it, to it just as the facts are. However, take this as the first purpose the primary motive, the prime directive during your interview is conveying your powerful personal positioning from as many angles as possible. Repetition here with different words and from different angles is very useful. Therefore, whenever you get asked any question, give first a short good answer, then relate that question to one of the elements of your own powerful personal positioning. For example, our plastic surgeon applying to be part of a plastic surgery clinic for some reason, and they ask him whether he had any malpractice problems in his career. So I'm making this difficult. Let's say he had that, and it's a challenge. And I argue that the way I will answer it is the best way, or one of the best ways he can, given how difficult and how bad such a taint to his reputation will be. But let's say, he has been asked about malpractice and he's wearing all white. He had malpractice before. And so he will answer the following using that spinning thing that I talked about. Yes, I had one malpractice situation, but since that time, I make sure I go above and beyond to ensure it never happens again. I even wear all white clothes right now, as you can see, because I hold myself to an unpackable standard of competence and cleanliness. My clothes are white and stay white because I make sure everything is properly clean and, and that my hands only move in the steadiest ways with only the minimum necessary movements to achieve every goal I want. And if I'm able to keep my suit white and fully clean by the end of the day, every day, which believe me is very hard, this just shows that no patient of mine will ever be put in jeopardy or experience practice ever again, which is much easier than keeping my white suit clean all day. I have learned from that first experience and I'm now much harder on myself because of it. That's the answer. 
that's spinning in action. And it can be used without having to challenge yourself so much to answer every interview question in a way where you'll ace it. You'll pass with flying colors that will keep both the interviewer amazed and impressed and also will drive your powerful personal positioning so that they cannot forget it. And we're almost at the end of this episode. So if you are interested in finding your own powerful personal positioning, the three elements that will make you stand out in this tough job market that some people even argue is almost impossible, it won't be for you. The positioning will make you stand out, ace your interviews, your resume noticed, and you will become the logical choice as the person to take that position that you desire. You will gain the unfair advantage that will help you succeed, while millions unfortunately will not. They haven't listened to this episode, and they don't even know about having a powerful personal positioning. If you would like that, then email me today, mentor at storybonding.com. That's the email. M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com and just say hi. We will begin our friendly conversation from there. And remember, don't sell, bond, story bond, because humanity will always be the only real and lasting competitive advantage in any market where people, humans are the customers. Also, because when you figure out your own powerful personal positioning, and this is the gist of this episode, you will finally be safe. Safe from ever being laid off. Safe from economic distress or tough times because you'll stand out in a way that is so valuable to the company you work for that you become irreplaceable. Then you can really have true peace of mind. You wake up in the morning and smile with no stress because even though many fear losing their jobs, you won't. You're unique. You're different. You're in a job market of one. And that lack of stress not only helps you live longer because your health will be better. It also makes your time with family much more fulfilling. You'll be able to smile more, to play more, to enjoy your days more because no threat of losing your job is looming over your shoulder in your future. Only promotions, accolades, and the rewards you deserve because you figured out and communicated your own powerful personal positioning. So do it. Do it as an exercise. Figure out the right three elements that fit you and fit the position you're applying for. And then even when you get that job, which you will, your colleagues will treat you with much more respect because you won't just be another copycat drone, not another replaceable cog in the machine, not another nameless faceless entity, but you will stand out positively. And it's almost magical how your powerful personal positioning, just by its nature, gives you an aura of expertise. It's like anything normal that you'll ever do will be interpreted as an expert's touch. It will be viewed with reverence, as if it's an act of genius, because you stand out in special ways and when you stand out in such a valuable way, people just assume you're different, you're smarter, you're more competent, you're worthy of praise and of getting the credit for everything you do and for promotions. It's interesting how human minds just think and how, how few people ever have powerful personal positioning. So those who do, 
simply reap the rewards. It's the secret many hardworking professionals who get looked over and never get full credit for the amazing work they do are overlooking. This is the missing piece. And even more importantly, when you have an established powerful personal positioning, the financial situation of your family will always be better than if you haven't. While others may take months, if at all, to find a job, you find a good job quicker and begin getting paid faster. And while others are almost never getting promoted because their work seems too common, too easy to replace, you stand out in a truly valuable way that makes everyone feel you're irreplaceable. I mean, you're aware of office politics and how people do all kinds of shady things to stand out positively. I don't like that at all. I don't condone or endorse office politics, but with a powerful personal positioning, you just position yourself right so that in the minds of everyone, you will have the fruits that many people almost kill themselves doing office politics for. You will get all the benefits without needing to engage in office politics. It's the difference between how people treat a diamond and a piece of charcoal. The coal has the same elements as a diamond, but it's presented poorly. It's too commonplace, while diamonds are respected and valued because they are rare. So with powerful personal positioning, you take your Im image, that is the normal coal, probably it is right now, and present it in the form of a brilliant diamond without pretending, without lying, without cheating, just authentically finding in yourself your own powerful personal positioning and letting that shine light in the world like a beacon. Again, if this is interesting to you, email me right now at mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. And know that just by authentically being yourself, by presenting yourself in that new way, the world will see you much, much better. This will be your unfair advantage only because nobody else does it or thinks about it. You stand out because you took the time to invest in yourself and to figure this out. And again, you've listened so far. If you have something in your heart that you feel called to do, something that there is somewhat of an unexplained pressure for you to desire and to want, understand that what you want wants you as well. The world in, put like inception, it put that desire in you because that's the right thing. And if you're waiting for a sign, I'm telling you, this is it. Go ahead, begin, do something small, something manageable. I believe in you because you have this desire to make something of yourself that is much better than what you are right now, to fix your situation, to not accept any setbacks. And that's truly amazing. It's the light that shines inside humans that creates our motivation to make this world better, to create all these things, to add value to others. And I salute that in you. I believe in you more than you can imagine. And I thank you for your time. I thank you for investing this time in yourself because you're somebody who invests in your future, through your action, through your resources, through everything, your time, your money, because you realize that you should be better than you are today, one month from now, and then even better two months from now, and much, much better a year from now. Because a year from today, 
you will wish you have started today. You will think back on this moment and remember where you were and look around a year from now and see all the benefits and the results and the achievements and the smiling faces and the eyes of the grateful people in your family and the look when you look at yourself in the mirror, how proud you have become, the self-esteem you have built, all because you began right now to move forward and to do this. A year from now, you will wish you have started today. So begin. Thank you and good night. Thank you.